Welcome to another episode of Black Boy Joy Podcast. You're here with me, Ain, today. And also with me, Kieran. And yes, we are joined by Nathan Lewis. He is a peer support coordinator at NAS Project London. He also leads No More Silence. That's a peer support group for Black queer men. So welcome to Black Boy Joy, Nathan. Thank you very much for having me today. <laughs> we actually, so we have met before. Um, <laughs> yes. When um, I emailed Nas UK to kind of like set up a chat, mm-hmm. I thought I think you responded, and your uh, your your email address it looked familiar to me. So I actually googled, I googled it and saw that. Yeah, <laughs> um, that I saw that. We what did before. you see? Oh my god! What did you see when you emailed me? I didn't see anything bad. I just thought like. All I saw was a photo, and that, and I was like, oh yeah, so yeah, so I've met him before. <laughs> I mean, the question now is like, what could I have found? <laughs> I don't know if this podcast is red. I want to keep this podcast classy. <laughs> <laughs> and, Family um, friendly. <laughs> yeah, you know, I want it to be accessible. I want it to be accessible. So no, no, no. You you won't find me up to too much, to be honest. Okay, no, 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 not burn, no, not burn a Twitter account. So I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I've been meaning to join Twitter for like the past seven years. I just haven't done it yet. You're not on Twitter. Wow. I'm gonna join this week. I think. I can't. I, mean, I actually can't believe you're not on Twitter. I feel like. My life is consumed by it, to be honest with you. You know what? I think um, it's really around self-care. I think um, I remember back in the golden days of being in university, you know, when Facebook was a major thing, um, everybody was on it. You know, at that time, Mm. it was just for university students. And then it became more mainstream. And I think after I left university, I think I made the decision, I don't want to get sucked in. I don't want to get glued in. I don't want to see what people from school are doing. I don't really care about them. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> you know, I completely get that. that. Kind of stuff. So I think I've, I do have a first trap Instagram page. Let's keep that real. But <laughs> other than that, I, I dip and dab when I need to. It's particularly in these lockdown times, there's so much to consume and I kind of want to keep my, I want to keep my space, be able to yeah. think and not to, we're all influenced in some way by what we see. I kind of want, want to limit what influences me. Yeah. So that's me. Obviously that's better. completely understandable. Completely understandable. Yeah. I, I similarly, I got rid of Facebook just after uni because I was like, I don't want to see what people are doing. No. Twitter, I got sucked in because there was less of a whole showing what you're up to kind of thing and more of people just talking about whatever the hot topic was at the time. And it's probably the app I waste the most time on, definitely. Um, mm. And I have thought, you know what, a hiatus would be good um, just for time and for like just mental health and everything, but it's addictive. Um, so if, if, you do, if you do join, just, just approach a caution, I'd say. Like, <laughs> you, you know what, I, I'm one of those people. I like to operate under, I work here and there, but I do kind of, I have a profile, but it's very underground. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm probably happy to admit that. So I work for the Samaritans as a community outreach manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also working with Black Thrive as their Black LGBTQ plus project and programs manager. So really do look out uh, for some things that will be coming up in the next year with them. Amazing, amazing organization. 
and um, some great things are coming up. So like, it sounds like you're wearing like quite a few hats. Then. <laughs> I think that in these times, um, that toxic hustler mentality has, you know, that's the one thing that's consumed me. Right, okay. So hold on, so you say that you work for Samaritans, yeah. you work for Black Thrive, mm-hmm. and you work for Naz UK, Naz Project yeah. London, sorry. Yeah. How do you find the time to do all of it? Slash, Airtable, and Trello. <laughs> <laughs> really good time management, and no life. Mm. <laughs> it's lockdown, what am I going to do? It's to lockdown. be fair, yeah. I've got time. And the things you well, the things that you really care about as well, which makes it easier also. Right? They are mental health, black men's mental health, black queer mm-hmm. men's mental health. Um, you know, it's yeah. when you're passionate about things, it, it makes it a lot easier. So that's easier. true. That is very true. So as I said, so we've actually so we first met um that was well over a year ago now. Blackout brunch, December 2019. Yeah, it was just before the new year, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Yes, I think it was the 29th. It was the 29th. Something like that. December. Yeah. Yeah, your memory is perfect. Raise (laughs) shot. Don't ask. Oh, yeah. That was. So, Kevin and I like did kind of like a half an hour ish kind of like tour. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I've only been doing the podcast for a few weeks at that point, I remember. Yeah, like two weeks ago. <laughs> How did you feel? How did you feel having done, doing it? Did you feel nervous or did you feel like we have a right to be here at the table or, or in between? Which one? Uh, for, me, in the for me, I think I think in between because yeah. for me, like a lot of things, it's, it's the lead up to it when you're nervous. I'm thinking once I'm there on the stage, what's the worst that can actually happen? I'm not going to die, so be okay. Yeah. But it's just the waiting beforehand. And I think for me, I, I obviously I don't live in London. I come to this space and they were like, just really like excited, interesting people everywhere. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. oh, we have to like, you know, be half entertaining. Like, can we pull yeah. it off kind of thing? But yeah. <laughs> How do you feel, Lindsay? I oh, yes. I think that that event, because bear in mind that we'd never done any kind of public speaking before. We'd mm. only like recorded like two episodes of our podcast. Like you locked myself in my room. So I think I was relying on my like background in like music performance to get me through. <laughs> 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 so okay. I was nervous as hell. Like just before we got on stage, I was nervous. And then when Ooh. we sat down to speak, I was nervous as well. But the good thing about it is that, like, the way that we did it, the kind of format, it's just as in, like, Kieran and I are just teammates talking and we're just bringing everybody into the conversation. It was, it was like that. It was. And, um, and I think that made it easier because if, if nothing else, if all else fails, I can just chat to Kieran. Yeah, we can just chat and then there could just be, like, a, ho- a whole load of people present. And the whole day was really, really good, though. I really enjoyed it. Was, it. it was um, amazing, yeah. I was looking forward to going to many more, but obviously COVID happened, didn't it? But we'll meet again, yeah. I'm sure. Right. We will, yeah. I'm, look- I'm looking forward to it. I am. I am. It was such a nice space to be in. And I think, um, yeah. Can I be very, very cheeky and kind of just give a, a slight Naz plug before we go on? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. so I was just- <laughs> 
I was just about to say, so I was about to ask Ooh. you, like, what Nav Project was, what it does. So, do you want to do that oh plug now, or should we like to get into it? How do you want to do it? Believe well, well, I'll well, I'll start that now because what I want to say is, Nav was founded thirty years ago, nineteen ninety one. Mm-hmm. 1991 so that is that is an amazing feat so many organizations and groups come and go but this is something that has stood the test of time mm-hmm. uh, um, that is yeah you know some of us can't keep friendships for you know for a shorter few weeks and so for so for an organization to keep standing I, I think it really is a testament to the people who are there and to the staff that were there and jokingly I did um you know mention the the interim CEO um Parminda Sekhon and um she recently came back into the fold um I think last year July and um she's been an absolute she is an absolute amazing person to actually work with to share ideas someone who is so knowledgeable so I definitely want to give that a shout out but if I go into NAS NAS was founded 30 years ago um and why the NAS project it was named after a Pakistani Muslim called Nazir who was married with two children but he was also a closeted gay man who had AIDS when his status became public he was rejected by his mosque ostracized by his community and found no social support that understood that he had more than one identity Mm -hmm. and this is something that now we use the word internet intersectionality so freely Mm. um so um the late hiv and uh, gay rights activists um shivavanda khan established naz in his memory um as he understood that support for people like Nazir um, would need to be like culturally specific, driven from within the community um, and having like an integrated approach um, with very, very key and clear knowledge about healthcare, systems change, race, ethnicity, culture, religion and sexuality and I think um even 20 in 1990 what's that 99 sorry 1991 30 years later the issues something some of those issues are still here you know so um I would describe NAS as a BAME and people don't like that term um health and well-being organization mm-hmm. um you know they provide sexual health support, mental health support. They do so much advocacy and support for people who have um, HIV. Um, they have a lot of structured programs around um, sexual health training, um, programs for, as, as you're speaking with me now, um, Black queer men, women, um, Latin American community, South Asian community. They have, and just briefly, they have an amazing um, counseling, sorry, a BAME counseling service. Um, I have definitely participated in and used. 
and um, just as a short, as a short, and I would definitely say, please do check out NAS, www.nas.org.uk. Check out the website, follow us on Twitter. Um, amazing team. And um, yeah, <laughs> I'll do that. Um, my specific work, I, I left an organization in 2019. Um, quite happily the spirit said leave Mm -hmm. um and i had to go (laughs) i had to go um and um i was speaking with some some of the team members who were back there and they said the work you're doing i was already um involved in community and lgbt forums they said would you be interested in supporting us like yes um my work was previously was really around um social action research, particularly um, looking at social isolation and loneliness. And I was really kind of dipping in and out of um, public health, health mm-hmm. promotion. And so it was amazing. I wanted to do things a little bit differently. Um, I guess based on my work, um, what I've, see, I'm a bit of a happy, jumpy person. As I think you can tell, I have balls of energy. I'm always running around doing something. Um, I like to think I'm somewhat friendly. You know, if I've been mm-hmm. to the gym, all, all of that kind of stuff, the basics, <laughs> water. Um, but I think what I had noticed um, and what I wanted to bring in is we don't necessarily discuss the full impact of what loneliness and isolation are for our community. Uh and they can have very very serious effects physically you know I mean I mean somebody can be socially isolated and happy or they can be you know happy to be on their own watching tv all day Mm -hmm. and they're happy or it could be the opposite but to be lonely that loneliness describes the the experience experiencing the depths of the harmful effects of what being on your own can do. Mm-hmm. And we know that that's responsible for higher rates of heart attack, stroke, um, higher blood pressure, all of these other things that we know affect um, people. And as black people, some of us, we have these things already running in our family. Mm-hmm. Fortunate genetic traits. So um, it's, peer support but I've initially I described it as kind of a social space to actually meet people because as you said Ainsley come to London where do you meet people mm-hmm. where can you meet people in a in a space um yeah. maybe get some free food have a bit of a chat you might meet someone um so that's really what I kind of set it up for mm-hmm. um in having it being a bit social action led ish that's probably long term but um I could have driven a, a curriculum, which is an amazing idea, but I'm really a believer that I'm just there to facilitate mm-hmm. and that for attendees who are there, I wanted them to have full ownership of the topics, um, what should be discussed, how the, the session should be structured, where it should take place, um, I didn't really want my too much of my hand in it, and and I and I think that that I think that that really works. Mm-hmm. I think, um, and I guess the last line before I guess if you have um, can deep 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 in if you have any questions, 
So I think we discussed things initially of um, where do we see ourselves, you know, politically, economically. Mm-hmm. Um, this was in, I remember this was maybe November 2019. Um, we discussed things around mental health, the mm-hmm. pathways specifically within Lambeth, Lewisham and um, Southwark. And if you wanted help where to go, we discussed Naz's counselling. Um, oh my gosh, consent was a big one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was massive. Um, oh my word, we're really digging back, aren't we? I think we discussed what it meant to, I think we used the word toxic, toxic friendships, toxic relationships. So I, I do remember that one of the sessions really explored what does it actually mean to be toxic? What is it actually what kind of qualities are toxic? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. are they, you know, do we actually have them inside? What can we do? If you feel you're in a situation, how can you, how can you exit with grace? Yeah. You know, all of that kind of stuff. And um, it was really interesting to hear what, what, <laughs> yeah, it was really interesting to hear some of the things that people said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll leave that there. It was a, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, woo! <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was an experience. That was a yeah, oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. So um, I can talk for, for yeah, like I said, like I can go on forever. But it was um, I really enjoyed it. I think midway, I think last year, I decided actually it's online. I need to change things, and so um, speaking with Parminda, I and then speaking with the people who are attending online. Um, it was previously changed, called One Name, and I changed it to No More Silence, and that's, of course, based on the, um, the Audrey Lord quote, your uh, yeah, silence, will not, silence will not protect you. Yeah, and, did, yeah. um, and, I, and I thought, when I heard that, I was like, thank you very much. It was really, really so powerful. I think, you know, a number of people felt that they were voiceless, didn't say have a space. I think that... Um, Yeah, I think somebody just wanted the, the the space to speak on the things that maybe they couldn't necessarily speak with their friends. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. that friendship group would invite their friends and they come to a, a neutral space to kind of say what's on their mind. And and it's and it's led to some really, 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 really some amazing dialogue. Yeah. Amazing. So how long has it been, has it been going on so far? You say oh it's about twenty nineteen. I started, um, the, the peer support programs with NAS have, they've been, I started in October um, 2019, but there have been a number of people, notable people in the community, um, who, in our community, who have been um, working with NAS. Oh my gosh, I couldn't even tell you how many years. I, I don't know, what we in 2021? 20, I don't know. I'd like to guess more than seven, eight. Mm-hmm. more more yeah but I key thing I started in October 2019 okay so you started in 2019 and it's always been has it always been an online space no it's um it was on it started going online I think May uh, sorry May gosh sorry March 20 March 2020 I think right, okay. one of the one of the attendees was like, they need to shut it down. <laughs> yeah. Like, do I? Yes. 
Yeah. And this was in, they told me this from January. You're going to have to get ready to go online. Mm-hmm. And um, I think by the end of February, I think I'd had like a, a history month event for February. And then after that, the, the next ones were um, March. I prepared and they were online and they've been online ever since. Okay. So I guess, yeah. Wow. Have it been an adjustment, you having to change it from being like an in-person space to an online space? It has. Um, it has. And I think it's it's been an adjustment for me and I think it's an adjustment for people who attend. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't get the same experiences, you know, being able to hug and touch and hear and, yeah. um, you know, the ways that we read that just using sight, you know, on a on a video call isn't the same. I'm very much someone who I love to see body language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, lo- I love to see how people move when they sw- when they talk to me. Um, so side note, I've worked for a substance misuse organization and um, I arrogantly believe that that has given me the ability to um, be a very, very accurate lie detector. (laughs) (laughs) Always a useful skill, like always. (laughs) Oh my word, yeah. So so I think I really miss out on that. I think they do, but we're resilient people Mm -hmm. and... um, we're resilient people and they're a resilient group of individuals and they and they attend, which is just I'm I'm just really, really thankful for. I think having gosh, I remember sometimes I would have like 25 black men in a room. Can you imagine trying to mm-hmm. and just me? And everybody wants to talk at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they hear one thing, 15 want to join in. So I think having having it online has actually made it a lot easier to um, make sure that everybody is heard and that everybody has that space because online you can just get muted. Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Promise. Yeah. Yeah. I think I I think we understand that our online online behavior has to be different um, to our in person behavior. Yeah, you can't you, you can't have side conversations in a corner, you know, which is yeah. great. But for yeah. me, I've actually enjoyed it. How have you found um, sort of like before the pandemic and during, like reaching like your target audience or people that you want to engage? Um, has that it's has always been now. straightforward or difficult? It's or? harder now. It's harder now. <laughs> it is harder now. <laughs> but um, you know, before I think it was easy to. it was easier to market physically. Mm-hmm. Um, now online, um, I've just got to just be, um, I've, I've just got to do extra work. And, you know, and that's, mm-hmm. that's just what has to be done. I think um, as much as I'm joining Twitter, as we said, um, just because somebody sees a Twitter page or a social media post, you know, doesn't necessarily mean that they're engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm quite mindful in that. I try to have meaningful conversations with people um, alongside the marketing. Um, and the marketing team in NAS have actually been really, really helpful. They really mm-hmm. have been. They really have been. Um, 
but you know what? It's just extra work. You know, if if it has to be done, it it, it has to be done. Yeah. I'm wondering, like, what kind of like spread of ages do you usually get? Like, are they like are they like more millennials or one before or are they some young oh, people? Oh Jesus! I would say there's always been a core group of people who are probably in their thirties. Um, there's weirdly enough, I'd say core group of people who are in their thirties and then fifties. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then before lockdown, I would say I I would say before lockdown, I had more people in their twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, now there's less. Um, and I think what's been interesting is I've had more older people who have who have signed up to attend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's 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 been an interesting mix. It's been an interesting mix. <laughs> Very interesting. But um I think that just gives me more space to actually do more more targeted promotion. And not only that, yeah. there are so many there are so many things that now take place online. Mm-hmm. So many. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm wondering that like I imagine that the different age groups would have like different things that they want to that, that um be interested in or different definitely different different perspectives on situations. Oh, they always have, and that you know what that just really adds to a rich conversation. Whether mm-hmm. it's pers- so, I think we've had discussions on things like open marriage, open relationships, open marriages. Do they work? How can they work? That's been yeah. something that's been brought on. To even, I think, discussions on is creaming real? Creaming? Oh, I mean, like, oh, oh. <laughs> That's right. not I understand, podcast, yeah. is it? Not, it yeah. This podcast. Yeah, when you said open, when you said open relations, I was thinking must, that's, that's pretty tame. And I was like, yeah, oh, I was going to yeah, say, I, yeah. I understand that. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, 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 I tell you what, for me and for you, this is mm. tame. That's tame. That's like, Eh, you know, being in a thripple, eh, you know, joining a relationship, it's not that deep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's an, but for others, I think um, on the other side, there is still there, there is still a lot of there, there, there is still a lot of us who are very, very conservative. Mm-hmm. Very con- very conservative. You know, the mention of prep, you know, you're a calm whore, you're just trying to get AIDS. Oh um, yeah. I mean, I can't like. I'm not like, to some extent. I can't even pretend I'm not because Ainsley what? will know as well. Like, I am a bit of a prude. Maybe not oh. in the, uh, not the exact words that Nathan has used, but I am. I am a bit of a prude. Like, um, uh, yeah. you know, things like you know, if you know, discussing you know, about threesome. Oh, I would never do that. That's just, but that's not you know. And um, oh gosh, what else? Interracial dating, oh lord, God, evergreen God. topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord, oh lord. Um, what, what was the other thing that came up as well? You know what? There's, there's been, there's just been so much. So, um, those kind of things really do. Oh yeah, you know, effective douching. I don't. That's not controversial. I think that's just a rite of passage. I think you know. Yeah. You know, like you see what you did there. See the pun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, those are some of the amazing things. Um, the one thing that I'm very mindful of um, is actually 
um, and he spoke about young people, um, I think um, what I will be doing further on, um, and that's something that I tried to do before lockdown, was actually fostering more intergenerational connection, um, conversations. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important. I think we're in a time where um, many of our elders didn't live to see today. Mm -hmm. You know, and so we don't always get the full breadth of stories to really get to hear what's really happened. Mm -hmm. What what was it like, you know, in the 80s or the 90s? What was it really like? Mm -hmm. And so um, it was really interesting to hear young people's perspectives, you know, those in their 20s versus those who were in their 50s and 70s. It was... It was so good to hear. It was so good to hear. And um, that is something that I want to foster. I really yeah. do want to foster. I yeah. think right now, I think even today, I think there was an article, I think um, um, Jason and Mark, who have um, done the, um, oh my gosh, Black and Gay back in the day, yeah. um, Instagram page, I think, to even see that distance, see that working together, somebody who was a peer, people like, Dennis Carney, people like Rob Berkeley, mm-hmm. Ted, you know, DLF. Mm-hmm. To have those older people there, um, G. Day McCauley, I think um, it's just something so amazing. So that will be one of the upcoming topics, as well as art. I think that's a major thing that people have people have said that they really want to see. Just talking about the serious stuff all the time. Um, mm-hmm. It can be really draining. I think we've been in, yeah. in lockdown. I think mm. it can be really, really heavy. So just doing fun things. So I'm like, I'm likely to put on a quiz event. Yeah. I'm likely to put on spoken word events. An opportunity for people to kind of share their artwork, tell stories, you know, share their music, what they're listening to, and to really have people tell their stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that really makes people come alive. I think that's yeah to be honest it's just really a really really good gossip yeah <laughs> and of course it will be like it will be for the culture as well won't it so there'll be like yeah there'll be like things like culturally like also black people will be interested in or want to do or want to discuss and i guess it's like it's a platform like that or a place where you can go where you can you can you can do that where you can talk about things yeah. or discuss oh, things yeah. like that yeah, I mean, I mean, within time. So I do it once a month right now, just due mm-hmm. to time, um, and it's probably about two two hours, and sometimes it might extend mm-hmm. because you know, um, yeah, I want to give space for people to connect and talk and exchange numbers, and you know, yeah, of course, you know, this isn't just to talk, make friends, meet mm-hmm. a partner, do mm-hmm. whatever, do whatever. You know, I I I do want to foster those kind of connections, meet someone new. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. These spaces are so so important because mm-hmm. it's yeah. when we when we spoken before about like you know our what is um, I think another guest asked us who was American and he was like oh, you know what what do you think of like what is the like sort of like Black British gay community and then when you think of space like it's like this is the community when you get people from like all different like backgrounds and stuff ages like beliefs yeah. I think it's, it's like things like this that sort of helps like define ourselves like as yeah. as a whole right. Mm-hmm. And right. and to and and to be fair to myself, I think what I also recognize is that 
different things are for different people. So coming to this space may not be for you. Mm-hmm. But what I really want is even if you're not, connect with if you're not already connected if you want to meet other people there are so many other things there's black connection that um mm-hmm. there's Kanye's restarted i think or black men over 50 there is pure melanin group i know that um oh my gosh his name louis with the um sorry lewis with um um lgbt foundation mm-hmm. i know that he does something there is blackout every Monday at seven o'clock. Um, they yeah. do. They do some. You know what? There really is so much that's going on, and even just the, there are WhatsApp groups that you know, 20, 30 people in them. People are talking, whether mm-hmm. they're talking and it's all interconnected as a story, but people are talking. Mm-hmm. I think that's the main thing. Just having a link. Um, that's positive. That's enriching yeah. to the spirits. Let me let me add that. Yeah. So this is this is just something that Naj is offering. There is no real agenda apart from just providing a space for you to meet someone. Um, generally, it's friendly. Generally, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling people to hold up, hold up, hold up. One person at a time. Hold up. <laughs> and I'm and what I'm and what I'm also mindful of is that for some people. Um, Unfortunately, and I'm, I'm, you know, maybe you hear this or yourself would have heard this, but um, some people have the notion that that we're not friendly people, and and that we're nice, and that we're not nice, and that we're, you know, mm-hmm. someone's always out to try to get you, and I and I think that's the one thing that I, that I'm trying to combat, and I think that because of that, sometimes people can come, and they're shy and they're scared, might be, yeah. and so um. That's that's one thing that I'm mindful of. Like I'm, I've barely met you. <laughs> yeah, but we're family. Yeah. <laughs> we're family. <laughs> we are family, and I can be, you know, expressive and kind of, you know, talk openly. Mm-hmm. But not everybody is at that place. Yeah. I think I spoke. I think I used the word um, right to anonymity. I think not everybody is in that place. Not everybody is in that space. For some people, it's new and it and it's scary. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, that's one thing that I'm mindful. So I, I just always try to say, just be kind. Um, sometimes we don't know what it's taken for some, what it's taken you know, for somebody to overcome in their mind. I'm going to go and meet new people. I'm going to come to this space. You know what? It really could just scare some people shitless. It's, <laughs> it's definitely, definitely scary. Yeah. Um, when we went, when we went to the blackout event. Um, mm-hmm. at, December 2019 I think mm-hmm. I had a safety blanket in Ainsley because oh, I've known you for how many years and we went mm-hmm. like well as well as two people going together but then mm-hmm. I saw other people came by themselves and thinking literally the ones who got skills like I would be in your position if I hadn't come mm-hmm. with someone yeah. because yeah. me going to I, like, I would never like think to just go to like that like, I don't know okay. anyone like it's okay. it's it's a big deal but yeah. definitely you know I think you know so much of this a lot of us have so much bravado, but at the end of the day, you know, we're all we're all vulnerable in in some way, and, mm-hmm. and that's something that I'm really really mindful. I think the one thing <laughs> that we might have to censor <laughs> is I think um, I think hearing, of course, that amazing, 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 amazing show that I binged watched um, when it came out. I may destroy you. 
I mm-hmm. think um, Ooh, prior that's... to, you know, they had some very, very powerful scenes. And mm-hmm. I think prior to that, I think um, discussions of concern. Mm-hmm. And so in terms of where people spoke about distrust of their community, I think some of them spoke out about um, lack of trust due to sexual abuse. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that really isn't discussed. It really is necessarily discussed. And who who wants to talk about things like that? Yeah. I think, think, yeah, that is something that really, really came out. Fears of who am I? What do I do? I don't want to report it. I want to move on. but these are things that's happened to me and these are the things that have shaped me and this is how I'm moving on. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of leave it like that. So some really, really heavy things were laid down in sessions and in conversations. So I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for those who entrusted me and us with, with, those, with those stories. Mm-hmm. I think that, that was a major thing, just hearing, hearing some of these stories and thinking... Literally, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, you know, yeah. I, 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 you know, I know this was happening. Yeah, I just didn't know this was happening. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think yeah, it was. That's one of the. There hasn't been a, a downside to doing this job, not not in the slightest. But on the flip side, what it's really caused me to realize is, um, and it'd be interesting to hear what you think of my statement it caused because I'm from I'm working within my own community we're experiencing similar things mm-hmm. um outlooks um pathways um and so speaking with people on a similar journey it can bring bring things up it really mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. so what I'm really thankful to Naz is is um I said no I need counselling. <laughs> yeah, I need counselling, supervision, and to really just be um, supported during during this process. And they've actually been amazing in doing that. Mm-hmm. And um, do you know what I've realised? And I've spoken so much. I think for, for my own realisation of doing this, I, I've realised that black men are amazing. Sometimes we don't realise that we're amazing. Yeah, we are talented. We are gifted. Sometimes fear just really gets in the way. And sometimes we just say, hello, fear. Goodbye, fear. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, and the other thing I've realized is around the boundaries that sometimes we have, um, even for myself. So for 2020, I've given myself a new boundary. I'm no longer prepared to have um, in-depth friendships with Black queer men who have not been to therapy oh really (laughs) i mean i understand the reasons but i'm being a bit (laughs) (laughs) there is an article coming out that i would express it further but i think and that's just for me so go on so can i unpack that a bit (laughs) yeah like yeah let's unpack because i'm i 
I haven't heard what you've uh -huh. got to say, but I reckon I reckon I'll probably agree with your thoughts. Blow either I'm interested to hear. But um, what are your thoughts? What, what what are your thoughts on my statement, both of you? Um, See what's to go first. <laughs> I'll go first. I'm someone who has not had therapy but has spoken uh -huh. about it. I've spoken about it before. I've said I'm going to do it, and I know deep down that I've not really made any kind of proper effort to get it. Um, I feel like a lot of black people, like the black people at large, could benefit with it. I feel like a lot of people in the LGBTQ, LGBTQ plus community Ooh. could benefit from it. And so obviously with that intersection, you know, there's a lot of time we've had like damaging experiences in the past. Mm. And I think with our culture of kind of maybe not taking mental health as seriously, we just mm. kind of, um, we just kind of, we just press on and think, oh, it'll be fine. Maybe just like, just up and, like power through it. Um, I would imagine from your statement you come across enough case studies for you to be like, right, I need to set a precedent here and then set some boundaries. So <laughs> I, I understand from that perspective, I guess. It's, I mean, it's extreme, but sometimes these things need to be done. So yeah. <laughs> I think I probably should have prefaced that, the beginning of this conversation with that line and then, then gone through everything. But I kind of wanted to do it. <laughs> What is it for near the end? <laughs> Just to wake you up. But no, Ainsley. Ooh. I kind of think, yeah, um, I can't, I mean, the statement itself is like quite a, quite a bold statement, I'd say, that like you don't want to have like kind of like big um, interactions with black queer people who haven't been to therapy. And I guess I'd want to, I'd kind of want to know more about what, what got you to that point to make that decision. Um, I think what I, and, and if I do break that down, I think, um, if I'm totally honest, um, the men that I, the black men that I know who have, you know, um, identify as heterosexual, to be honest, they've all wanted therapy. So this is this is just for me specifically. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying, and this is just for me specifically. They've all been to therapy, and they went to therapy before me. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so that's just my that's just my circumstance. Um, I think that for myself, I think because I've always worked in in a kind of thera therapeutic backgrounds, I've always had some level of support, but not proper, you know, sessions. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I've made it my decision that, you know, actually, you need to do this. And I was, um, at, like yourself, Kieran, it's something that I knew that I wanted to do. Um, I think because I got support in my workplaces, it's not something that I really felt I needed but I think definitely um I felt like I needed it mm -hmm. you know to, to have those discussions to let the things the things that are in my mind to let them out and it's really been so freeing it has been a freeing experience and there are certain things as you said the word boundaries came up there are certain things that I no longer want to to, to receive you know not everybody needs to go to therapy therapy mm -hmm. is a big word therapy is mm -hmm. a big word yoga can be therapeutic exercise can be therapeutic um mm -hmm. but the detailed work to break down as you said hurt pain damage from the intersection of being black yeah queer identified as male yeah um there's something there that because I'm from it and I'm always in that space um I know the damage that it's done to me 
-hmm. <laughs> I felt the damage being inflicted on me from others. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and right now I'm getting older and I'm not just saying respectfully no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's no. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a real no. And I think um that could be prayer. Mm -hmm. That could be reading self-help books. Mm -hmm. It could be actually speaking with a counselor. Mm -hmm. Um but if somebody isn't doing or isn't actively looking to do the work at this point in my life, in, in terms of, as I said, a close friendship, yeah, that's, that's not something that I can really entertain right now. I can say hi, we can, you know. Yeah. But there's a certain level that I'm, I'm no longer willing to cross. Yeah. Do you, do you think... Um... So if you enter a new like relationship or friendship and it That's was someone question. Yeah. That's a deal breaker. <laughs> but I mean like if it was someone who hadn't had it, but maybe they'd not really considered it properly, would you even try to persuade them or would it be a case of that work hasn't been done so I'm moving on? Or what do you think do about you know, it? Do you know what? Sometimes in life I think we spend so much time trying to change people and it's not really our place to do that. Mm -hmm. So wow, well, I, I need to know that, but I always try to change people. I think no, it's not, <laughs> not. It's not for me. It's not for me to try to change someone or to try to convince someone of something. I think that that is that's not my place, and and that's not my role. And I think I'd be quite arrogant to do that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, I mean. Now we've all tried to do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if we're honest, but that's mm -hmm. just not something that I want to do. I think. And I think it probably also comes from where I've worked. I think I just want honesty. Yeah. As little de deception as possible. We all do deceive people in some ways. As yeah. little deception as possible. Yeah. I want, I just want more of a carefree, like life is stressful as it is. Yeah. Yeah. Life is stressful as it is. And I think now that I've done that, I can truly say one once I made that decision and said that in that counseling conversation, yeah, I felt a level of freedom that I don't don't think I probably felt since I left uni. Mm. That was a long time ago. So I think for me, this is the right decision for now. That might mm -hmm. change. But mm -hmm. for me, that's the right decision that I that, that that's what I have to do to try to to protect my 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 peace mm -hmm. i understand no. that we i do have a question have... about that so let's say that you meet someone who is as you said a black queer man mm -hmm. and um and like oh no they they display the positive behaviors that you probably want to you'd probably want to see out of anyone mm -hmm. and then like maybe i don't know a month two months down the line um, you then discover that they that they haven't been to therapy or they've never had any type of therapy mm -hmm. before. Would mm -hmm. that be, would that would that be a deal breaker if you or no? Or is it like is it so? What I'm trying to understand is is it like is it that you've just made a decision that if you haven't been to therapy then this will happen, or is it something to do with like someone's behaviour which makes you think that like they need to have therapy? If that makes sense, I 
I totally understand what you're saying. Right now, <laughs> we're in lockdown. I'm not meeting anyone. That's just not happening. So right now, I think it's very easy for me to make that decision. Yeah. Um, I pretty much can, I, I can hold on to something. I, I think that's something that I, I will be holding on to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as I've said, as much as I've, I've, I've given that statement, you know, there's always, there's always anomalies to things. But yeah. right now, I'm happy to, I'm happy to, to stick with that. It gives me peace. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to question it right now. Okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm just not going to question it. I f- yeah, I think um, I I like to know where I stand with people. Yeah. Um, I no longer want to bear the weight of others' pain. Yeah, I understand that. That's very valid. Very valid. Yeah. I have enough issues of my own that I'm working through. Right now, I'm in a good place. And I think now how I work is when people say that there's an issue, I don't offer, I don't offer um, opinions. I don't offer answers. Um, unless I think it's, you know, <laughs> you know life and death. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, might, that, that might be different <laughs> you know mm-hmm. you know going you know safeguarding ish <laughs> you know in mm-hmm. relationships but otherwise i i just i don't offer opinions i um and i think it's just really really helped me to just stand back let people be who they are let me be who i am accept me for who i am i'll love you for who you are and just and just let's let's let it move and to be honest when I when I actually pose that to people, um, most of the people in my circle they they have actually they are reflective. They have that reflective capacity. They've they've done their work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's something that needs to be normalized. Um, yeah, you know, self care. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. thing. It's interesting because with that blackout event uh, I keep going back to, I spoke to someone there who, uh, no, I was talking to two people at the time and they were both talking so freely about the therapy they'd had. And that's when, I think that's when I first started to realise that it's becoming more widespread, in, um, which is a really, really good thing. And that the fact it's been sort of taboo in the past is actually kind of crazy because I think most people could do with some kind of therapy. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, some of us, not all of us, some of us are walking zombies. Mm-hmm. No. That's a uh, doesn't sound too bad, but, but some of us are in that place, and I want the best for. I'm looking at, at my reflection here in this conversation. I only want the best for you. I I only mm-hmm. want you to do the best. I want you. I want you guys to get these podcast awards. I yeah. want maybe a Grammy edition, and because I've spoken it into your life, I want you to take me on that plane where we can finally where we can finally. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm fucking even say the word. What is it? Fly. <laughs> Those are the spaces that I want to be in. I kind of I only want to be in spaces that really edify me, that bring me that bring me joy, that bring me peace, spaces that celebrate my successes, the spaces that console me when things haven't gone my way rather than berate me. Um 
yeah and unfortunately sometimes in order to reach your goals moving forward it's such a cliche thing to say but sometimes for a time you have to separate yourself mm-hmm. that's something that's been in history whatever spiritual book you look at you'll see that for sometimes people have to separate themselves in order to to reach and achieve their goals and I think mm-hmm. that's and and I think that that's that's what it's more symptomatic not to say that everybody should just lock people off if that's what you do then that's your choice (laughs) don't say Nathan told you to do it but I guess um yeah there's so much yeah there's other things I can say but I want this podcast to be accessible (laughs) that's right but that's super interesting (laughs) what you're saying because like you're there's all these like there's all these qualities and conditions that you that you hold in high esteem and that you know are right for you and this makes me think that a lot of the time I know I certainly do like I know the kind of people I want to be around the kind of things I want to be talking about and the spaces I want to be in I know what's going to be best for me and my soul but because it might be harder to source or get access to you kind of just accept all the crap that happens normal life and then and then that's when you turn to a zombie so I completely get why you are saying what you're saying and it Mm -hmm. makes so much sense it makes complete sense Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. So I guess so let me pose it on you. What have you both done? Are you are you able to share one or two things that you've done to kind of foster your your mental well-being, I guess, um during the lockdown? Because it's it's about a year, you know, yeah. it's coming up. What do you what do you think you've kind of done? Um so there's been that. three lockdowns. Oh Lord. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, let me be specific because I'm asking for specific things from people. So let me be specific. Is there something that you've done across all lockdowns that that you've that's been consistent? If not, is there one thing in any of the lockdowns? Yeah, so in lockdown one, I gave myself like some projects to do. Mm-hmm. Um I created some artwork. Mm-hmm. And I think I just had some, like, I had more time to kind of, like, just, like, sit and reflect and to kind of, like, have some, like, it, it, it was a time where, because you're sedentary, because you're that in one place, you can really think about, like, yourself and your life and what's happened and what's going on and what you want to achieve and things like that. So there's been a lot more of that. I'd, um, I'd chosen, like, other ways to express myself, like, through creating, like, artwork which I which um is like I've never done any artwork before and it's like it would it's not much to anyone but I'm like really proud of it because it's something that I would that wouldn't have happened if lockdown wasn't here. I don't know, yeah and through the podcast I guess is to like to form more relationships and network with other mm. queer uh, other black queer people, mm. majority um black queer men. And I think that helps, yeah. Every time you have a guest on, we always have, like, we always have a conversation about how we're all coping with the coronavirus. Because uh, we know to talk about it, like, it kind of, like, takes a bit uh, of a load off. Mm. So, yeah, so I say that for me. Sorry. Sorry, Andy, sorry about that. And yourself, Kieran. Ooh, what so would you give me? What type would you share with me? So it's interesting. I don't think I've done anything sort of major or really gone out my way to do anything. But how I look, I'm, I'm, I'm looking now at that... <sighs> It's kind of a symptom of being in lockdown, but I've not had to spend time around people who I'm just not particularly interested in spending time around. And Ooh. the plus side of that is, no, but do you know what, do you know what the day-to-day life, you know, whether it's work or just 
I think the, the, the sheer fact you have to leave your house so many times. Mm-hmm. The fact that hasn't been the case now has helped me, and I've I know I've grown closer to like all my friends and loved ones. Definitely, I talk to my friends more than I did before. I definitely talk to my parents more and my siblings. Um, and it's it's helped me like it's it's because not something I've actively done but it's something I've kind of been drawn to um because of the situation but I'm 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 like I'm not wasting my time on people that I you know ain't really got much in common with and when I say that I don't mean it in like a really like spiteful way it's just a case of us everyone's got their everyone's priority prioritizing things Mm -hmm. and prioritizing people that are important to them so for me it's been that really and I've I don't know I've just it's made me realise, like with a lot of people, that I have been in a bit of a trance for the past few years, been just working, working on uh, money, 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 blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, you know what? There's just so much to life. It's not about this nine to five shit. Like, do mm-hmm. something that makes you happy and talk to the people around you, and don't don't take friends for granted. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I've just I've just felt more human in the lockdown for me personally. That's been the main thing. Mm-hmm. Here, which know, I'm not actually thought about until you just said now. You prompted me to think yeah. about it. Like, just, <laughs> just I feel like you just said the same thing that I did. Just it just mm. happens differently. Yeah, <laughs> you've got me. You've got me thinking. That's have. what it is. Like, yeah. <laughs> and that's and and that's it. So I think. Um, have you got five more minutes? Can we can we close it in five minutes? Is is is, is that okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh yes, yes, yes. So um. Well, here's my, well, for my self-care, I think my, it's interesting what you both have said. And I think um, I've gotten myself busy in a lot of, in a lot of things. And I realized that actually, why am I, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I getting myself involved in all of these ventures? Mm-hmm. Sit back, learn to sit back, learn to sit in stuff. So I think um, I definitely, I did not Ainsley. We've established that I've done Kieran. I've done so not in that way. I've done what you've done. <laughs> I've yeah. done that. Um, and I think um yeah, so what's what's really helped me as well is 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 family. And, mm-hmm. and actually those friends that I have. I'm I'm really close to my family, really close. And I think Ainsley, ooh, I think we spoke about the fact that I'm sure that we're cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I say where I was from and the looks you gave me is like this MF is probably a cousin or family. <laughs> he asking for is he coming to say he's my brother? Mate, I'm not on this. <laughs> we're both we're both petition, aren't we? <laughs> and proud, I can't speak for you, but proud, proud. <laughs> I love that place. That's where I learned that. That's where I learned who I was. Yeah. Going there, seeing, I just fit in. Mm-hmm. There's no question. I just fit in. I think there's there's no place with well, Lagos actually a little bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's the place in the world that I feel centered in. Um, and it's mm-hmm. just so amazing. It's so amazing so but but that's some but that's something else um so i've i've connected with loads of family yeah um you know done the zoom chats and i think that's really really helped me there's been no gym so you know there's food um but just really thinking back sometimes i think 
you know, in a moment of, of, of openness, what the lockdown forced me to do is so many of us, you know, and it's in the news have, you know, imposter syndrome, you know, mm-hmm. so I think it's really caused me to think, have I done, what, have I done anything? What have I done? What's really going on in my life? Have I done anything worthwhile? And it's, it really forced me to really kind of look down and really think, you know what, you're okay. You're not perfect. Mm-hmm. Nobody is. But you know yeah. what? You've been okay, you know. I've been fortunate enough to, well, gosh, I remember going to Lagos a few times. I went on a trip where I was um, working with local organisations to give out prep mm-hmm. to really work on the ground with people to give sexual health information. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the while I'm there thinking, you know, I, I can't do 14 years in, in a prison in Lagos. Yeah. If I'm strung up in a cell, if that was me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I can't do that. But it was an amazing experience to really kind of hear and see how, and that's something that really helped me. Just being here in London, I think, you know, we deal with issues. Um, yeah. But to be there and to see actually um, 14 years in prison. Mm-hmm. you know the government is really on your shoulders yeah. um for me to see that that was really life-changing yeah absolutely life-changing and to be able to do that work to meet people to hear the stories to see some of the things that I saw oh lord that's a private chat I can't put that out in public but yeah <laughs> it was amazing you know to go to St Kitts and to do similar stuff as well yeah um was yeah it was it it was a it it was amazing to you know even I've got family in Australia so to you know I saw family there to Mm -hmm. see how black queer communities exist outside of London is something I feel so fortunate so fortunate Mm -hmm. to be able to do and Mm -hmm. I think that yeah that's that's just really really enriched me yeah now now before we end now do you have any closing questions for me actually no literally like you're doing um you're doing a segue for me (laughs) (laughs) i told you i'm a middle child okay i i'm a middle child (laughs) if you want want real you said real this is unfortunately hopefully people don't think i'm an idiot but this is just um no this is just uh no yeah is is there anything i'm a talker Anything else that you wanted to plug about Nas or about any of the other projects that you were doing? Oh my God, there's a Jesus. Um, okay, so let me kind of go through. I think, um, you know what, there really is so much. Actually, I will plug a few things. Um, one area that I'm involved in is something quite historic, which is something called borough-based forums. Mm-hmm. So in London, there's probably about like probably about 24, 25. Um, that all tried to act as a central community spot. So um, I um, manage one in South London and it's a lot of work, but it's a joy. Um, And it really does open my, it's really opened my eyes to see how people operate, how community operates, how the powers that be operate and the power that we can have um, to kind of change to change things around us. Mm-hmm. Um, so one that I'm involved in is called um, there's 
there's something called the London LGBT Forums Network. That's something I want to plug where they all come together and other groups do. That's something we do want to plug. Google it, check mm-hmm. it out. Bug myself, bug someone called um, David Robson. Um, there's also a Southwark one that I'm um, highly associated with. Um, I would say really check them out. Um, additionally, this is off, off, off the topic. Um, as you can tell, I'm a you know, I like seeing kits a little bit, <laughs> just mm-hmm. just a little bit just a little bit and so I'm actually on the board of the Young Professionals Network, the St. Kitts and Nevis Young Professionals Network mm-hmm. um, where we really try to it's, it's a it's a horrible phrase bleep it, small island yeah <laughs> <laughs> bleep that for me, it's such a derogatory term but yeah. it's been really really good to kind of connect with, with local um, with, with people locally to me who I had no idea were from the island it's been really, 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 really good. I think last, on Saturday, we had a wellness event, which mm-hmm. was really, really good, which kind of affirms that what I'm doing, hopefully, is right. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my gosh, what else is there? I'm sure there's other stuff, but it'll come to me. I think those are the things that I'm really interested. So if it's, yeah. oh, gosh, faith. Oh, my word. I'm really interested in how faith and sexual orientation um really kind of intersect <laughs> and those issues yeah um I'm not I don't know about you but I'm fluent in English um church bible and Christianese I can speak all those languages very 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 well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you're if you've ever been then you know exactly what I'm saying <laughs> exactly what I'm saying <laughs> so more than likely I think you'll probably you might even see me you know hanging around GD McCauley or just mm-hmm. doing um, some some other stuff. So I think, um, you know, <laughs> church is run by the gays. <laughs> Let's keep it real. <laughs> 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 Let's keep it real, you know. Just, if you really hate it that much, don't, don't listen to gospel music. Please don't. <laughs> don't. 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 Don't do it. Um... But yeah, yeah, yeah. As you can tell, I'm a middle child. I have so many interests. I spread myself way too thinly. I don't know how you found the time for it. I, I don't know how you found time for it all. It's one or two of you, Nathan. Well, I have no children yet. But once yeah. I've I got to drop at least four of these things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. And like I said, Trello, Airtable, and Slash. Keep yeah. me up to date. Tick these things off. Um, the gym helps. Mm-hmm. you know that's it when you have a goal you'll reach it mm-hmm. and so my final plug of course is for no more silence so the next session will be a date that it will be the last thursday in april it's going to be a really really good session some of the people who are there um they've said that they have stories that they want to share things that they've written and so um some of them um are going to do that um you might even hear Nathan sing. You may okay. do. <laughs> I, know. I know, right? <laughs> you may just, no guarantees. Yeah. <laughs> but, and that's, and that's, you know, and I think that's, as I've said, those sessions are really um, led by the attendees and that's what they want. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what they're going to get. 
And then I oh, think the well. next one after that in May, um, hopefully after the elections or whatever, that will be looking at um, traditional African faiths um, and whether they kind of, um, how do people feel about them? What do we actually know? Uh-huh. Is this something that that we feel that, that, that for attendees is another um, way of life for them? Because Christianity ain't for everybody. Some mm-hmm. people just looking for something new, a new path. So that's something that we're really going to explore. Um, and I'm really, really, really looking forward to the April and, and, and May sessions. Yeah. Really am. Yeah, that is me. Like I said, I've, I've, oh Lord, my mouth is dry. Where's my water? No, <laughs> <laughs> so, hold on. So, last thing. Sorry. Last thing. Yes. Goals. So, the No More Silence peer support group for black queer men if mm. i'm a black queer man and i want to i want to get access to it how do i do that um oh my gosh um you would go by the eventbrite page mm-hmm. um or you would go to the website www.nas.org.uk um go and check it out on twitter um, yeah. it's regularly promoted there um in terms of myself i'm barely on social media so that that that's why I'm I'm joining Twitter. Once I join, it's getting pushed through. But I would yeah. say website, social media, it will be plugged through there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think just, just go through there, co- contact them directly, and they will direct you straight to me. Okay. All right. Great. So um, that so if anyone is interested in joining the in yeah, then yeah, then it's the NAS website nas.org.uk. Yep. Yeah, so that's that's where you need to go to get access to it. Yes, and yes. as customary, we all like to post links to yeah kind of websites that we've discussed during the show. So we'll so, definitely put yeah. on our, our page too. I I will send you those links within the week. Okay, <laughs> I will do. It. I will add that to my you know, okay already long to do list. <laughs> I'll I'll add you to slash tonight. Okay, that's great. <laughs> Well, mm-hmm. um, on that note, thanks so much for joining us. On Thank that you, Nathan. Moment. It's been, it's been Nathan. great. Yeah. Thank you really good for having me. Hopefully I haven't taken you all on too much of a maze. No, no, no. It's absolutely fine. We like, we like to talk about anything and everything, so it's been great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all so right. Just cool. to well, sign off, uh, we will we'll do a podcast. Um, you can follow us on all good streaming platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Audible, Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a glowing five-star review if you subscribe to Apple Podcasts. Please leave one. We like to um, like to see the comments. Um, you can follow us on Instagram. We're at BlackBoyJoyPodcast. And on Twitter, that's BlackBoyJoyPod. B-L-K, BoyJoyPod. Um, any questions and queries can be sent to BlackBoyJoyPodcast at gmail.com. And we read, or we read the emails and respond. So anything to say. You can send it there. Do get in touch, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, if there's nothing else to say, uh, thanks again, Nathan. Thank you, once more. And that's the end of the week. Thank, Thank you, you very much. much. Thank you, everyone. Great one. Thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs>